Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Everybody, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Have a good day. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Wow, does Donald Trump have any uh, overdue library books that we know of? Has he ever ripped the tag off a mattress? You know, I, I this this thing is, well, it's, it's on the surface of it, it's pretty stupid. He, he's being, he's going to be indicted again. He got a letter on Sunday saying that Jack Smith is going to indict him for, I, I believe, if I'm, uh, Christian, if I'm getting this correctly, some of the, Spe- the speech that he gave prior to January 6th, they're, the 6th, they're trying to indict him, I guess, on incitement and stuff like that, right? Is that's, that the nut of it? Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's my understanding, but they keep on suggesting they have more. They have, well, of course they do. Again, a couple of, uh, didn't rewind uh, a couple of uh, blockbuster videos back in the day. Uh, you know, it, 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 this is going to continue. I get tomorrow. He's he's got to go haul his ass into court once again uh, uh, for I guess what what would that be the indictment itself or so I, I it, it, we're going to see more and more of this. This is really kind of weirdly only the beginning uh, of this of the persecution of Donald Trump to keep his ass off the campaign trail. Uh, or for, uh, out of the Oval Office, Trey and I were talking about how, I guess you're hearing buzz about a plea deal. Like if you give up the campaign, you don't have to go to jail. A, a deal he would never, t- he would gnaw off his own hand before he'd take that deal. Well, just quickly, true story. I used to work at Blockbuster Video, <laughs> and we've got him. We got him, man. <laughs> it took a while. but Adam yeah, Schiff that's... is out there saying, I have direct evidence that he didn't rewind Okay, a VHS copy of Titanic back in the day, and uh, the justice, Lady Justice is finally catching up with him, man. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. It might be some good TV watch, and I, I hope he handles it the way he handled the first indictment, which was he didn't bluster, he didn't give a big speech, or, or uh, you know, stand in front of Mike. Remember, he just had a kind of a dour, serious look on his face. He didn't take any questions, walked right past the microphone into the court uh, courtroom. And I, I think that's a good play for him because he's got plenty of other platforms and opportunities where he can say exactly what he what he's thinking. He did a, did a town hall with Sean Hannity last night, <coughs> excuse me, uh, where he's talking about this stuff. And, you know, I, every time they do this, his numbers go through the roof, his popularity increases, and they're going to have to just lock his ass in a cage or something else because, baby, these people are not going to let that man be president again. They're just not going to allow it to happen, whatever that means. But, uh, you know, when he, got John, when he got John King, remember when John King was a journalist like, like 100 years ago? Who did he work for, ABC or NBC? He was a White House correspondent for many years uh, with one of the networks. He's been with CNN for a while. And special counsel uh, Jack Smith was seen walking out of a subway. And I got some thoughts on subway, too. We're just, we'll discuss here in a few minutes. But John King's, the guy, again, the guy who was the White House correspondent, I believe it was ABC News. Uh, the White House correspondent for many years, uh, his... In-depth political analysis of John of Jack Smith walking out of a freaking subway 
with a with a foot long in his hand is somehow magically a message to Donald Trump. I'm not backing down. I'm not going anywhere. That's that's how we interpreted the guy picking up a sandwich. Um, you know, these people are they've lost their minds. I increasingly I I believe that the media in this country are not necessarily they're complicit as hell in all the bad crap that's going on, the least of which is the persecution of Donald Trump, a former president. Uh, and, and all the other nonsense that they support. I, I used to think that they were part of the evil plot. I still think they are. But I, I really increasingly think that they're they're actual true believers. They they really, this is who they really, this is who John King really, really is. He really did see a signal to Donald Trump uh, in Jack Smith walking out of a subway with, I don't know, a meatball sub or whatever the hell it was. They're true believers. They sop this stuff up. They don't think about it. I think bias and lying, uh, its they've been doing it for so long that it just comes extraordinarily natural at this point. its They naturally uh, uh, change the shift or the context of any story they have to, even if that involves outright freaking lying to get the narrative they require. I don't think they even think about it anymore, if that makes sense. But what is a guy like like John King? He's a useful idiot to these people, to the to, to the deep state, the the dark state, or whatever we're calling it now. Them, they, the folks who actually are running this country right now, uh, and they love it. They love when they love guys like Wolf Blitzer and 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 John King and. Any number of uh, a-holes over at MSNBC because they don't even – I don't think they even really have to dictate to them anymore. They just – John Kirby says something in front of the podium or the black lesbian says something or they put out – the White House puts out an official statement. That becomes the talking point. And it's certainly true when you track their coverage of Donald stinking Trump. Uh, which is Which explains to me – why he so mystifies them because his support base mystifies them uh they don't get it they don't understand uh how a guy like that can have anybody supporting them because they view donald trump through the same old lens they viewed everybody else which is strictly a political one and so when somebody isn't acting politically and and donald trump is may sound like an odd statement does not actually do anything politically. He's not politically motivated. He doesn't have to be. Even running for president, again, he's not exactly doing it in the standard way. He never does anything in the standard way. He's the fly in the ointment, and they can't, they can't figure him out. It uh, doesn't matter. Uh, they, they, they cannot allow him to be president again, and they're not going to. And, and this new indictment is just another example. And uh, the other, I don't know if this is so true of the media, because, again, I, I believe they're zealots. I believe they're true believers. But the dark forces behind the guys like John King, the, the lords of the Sith there, who, who are actually about the business of trying to take this country, ruin it, and then rebuild it into something they want, something where they can be the philosopher king sitting at the head of the table. Living the Kim Jong, <laughs> the Kim Jong U dream, you know, or Oon or whatever the hell his name is. They don't care anymore. They, they, whenever you see Joe Biden crack that s eaten grin, 
when he's asked about money or LLCs or Hunter or the indictments against Trump being politically motivated, and he gives you that crap-eaten grin, that's a message, John. There's your message. Do you know what the message is? You can't freaking touch me. Yep, we're in control. (laughs) You can't touch me. The fix is already in. Guys like John King are just too damn stupid to understand that, that they're being used as equally as everybody else. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen with Trump tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, I, what I mean is I, I don't. Is there going to be a plea deal for him to drop out of the campaign? Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Would it surprise you? Uh, it's certainly not the last indictment. And here's the dealio. No, he didn't do anything wrong. There is an inherent lie that is replicated over and over and over again about January sixth involving Donald Trump being insightful. And the lie is that somehow he told them to go storm the Capitol, which he did not. If you actually listen to the speech and bring up the video and watch it, he told them to be peaceful. If there is a criticism I have of Donald Trump uh, on that day, uh, it's the same one I had on that day, which is he should have got out in front of the cameras a little quicker. He should have had a statement a little quicker. Okay, but 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 being indecisive or taking a little extra time to figure out how you're going to handle a situation is not an indictable crime. <laughs> you know, not in this situation. And not to mention, the only people who were really violent that day were the freaking Capitol Police. A Capitol Policeman shot that woman when she was trying to come in through a window and she was unarmed. That guy, did he face any charges? Anybody talking about defunding the Capitol Police? No. There's another layer to the inherent lie about January 6th in that Donald Trump, as a sitting president at that time, offered a National Guard support for the Capitol days before this stuff even went down. And he was rebuffed by Nancy Pelosi. She didn't want his help. Didn't want the National Guard. Why? Because it was a freaking setup. That's why. So indict away. Jason Aldean will sell a few more records. Uh, Donald Trump's popularity numbers will get a little more intense. And uh, and we'll see what the next play is <laughs> by the people, the forces of darkness, if you will. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also today, we're giving away Gunslinger tickets, another family four-pack of tickets coming up later on for the game this Saturday at 2.30. It's uh, First Responders Day. If you are a first responder, you get in free, and I'll give uh, some of you, uh, some of the rest of you, a chance to go for free when I give away some tickets to the Gunslingers game. That's coming up later on. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I haven't really been following the North Korean defection story too deeply. I guess the guy was trying to escape some trouble, and so he crossed over the DMZ into North Korea. I just saw, uh, I'm sorry, he's a black guy. I'm sure he's escaping racism. Yeah, that's what they're going to claim. The guy's like escaping the racism. That's, he's running into North Korea to escape the systemic racism of America, Mr. Man. 
Um, you know what I'm so sick of, apart from everything? I, I Man, I this autocorrect, this self-correcting, damn it, I... Every time I type, I'm, I'm really, first off, I'm on a run right now. I call it a run. I'm writing a lot. I'm doing a lot of writing for whatever reasons, a lot of poetry stuff. And I'm so sick of having to look over every single line to see how the stinking phone or my computer rewrote the line. You know, I'm going to be at Giovanni's tomorrow, Kitchen Design by Giovanni's. I'm doing this show live from Kitchen Designs by Giovanni tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 11. Right? It's at 281 in Nakoma. Now, I'm, I, I was taught very early on when you're doing a live broadcast that the day before to make sure you know where you're going, make sure you have everything you need, you know, make sure you're all prepared the day before so you don't have any stress, stress balls, you know, happening, uh, falling around the room when you're, when you're actually doing the gig, man. Get all the stuff figured out ahead of time. So I'm obsessive about figuring out how to get – how do I get there? Where, where am I going? How, how do I get there? Because I, I get lost very easily. Okay? I, I, I get lost in my own stinking neighborhood, all right? I get lost in the parking lot at Target. You know that down there by uh, Bandera and 1604, I, I get lost in the Sea Island parking lot on a regular basis. It drives my freaking wife nuts. Okay? So I try to figure crap out. So during that last commercial break, I'm... On my phone, I'm 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 picking up. I got ways. I got ways to get me around. So I pull up my ways app, and I'm trying to type in kitchen design by Giovanni because then it usually just brings up the place, and the freaking phone keeps rewriting it. I did not type kiss decorate. Okay, I did not. I don't. It's not, I'm not going to kiss decorate. What you can't? Am I wrong? You can't turn the damn things off anymore. Remember the glory, right? It's not just me, right? When you you can, you used to be able to turn off that function. You can't turn it off anymore. It just rewrites my crap constantly. It's like the Bing thing and, and the AI. At some point, baby, you're just not going to have a choice. You're not going to. You're going to have to involve yourself in a relationship with freaking artificial freaking intelligence. That is also going to rewrite uh, your directions to kitchen de- kitchen designs as kiss decorate, and uh, and then it'll all be over. Then it's the matrix, and we're all going to be living in plasma eggs with tubes coming out of the back of our heads. I, I know I'm going off at length on this, but I am, I, and I don't know if you're experiencing this phenomenon. Am I the only one that every time I type something on my phone or on my computer? The damn computer starts to rearrange the words and invent words. It it's it drives me crazy. And I just had to get that off my chest. So yes, uh tomorrow uh and it's kinda nice. I don't get to get out very often into the public uh eye. Uh unless I'm in my jammies walking through the H E B on New Gilbo. But uh I, I'm actually gonna shine up a little for tomorrow. James, I'm gonna use conditioner. I'm gonna deep condition my hair tonight. Oh. For the appearance tomorrow. Okay. But you're going to be wearing a beanie the whole time. No. No. No beanies tomorrow. I'll be wearing my cool little, uh, well, I can't wear my cool little Panama hat because it's got a brim and that'll screw up the headphones. After I'll you be watching up, my Astros cap probably. What's that? After you clean up, will we recognize you? Probably not. Okay. Because normally I look like somebody you ought to call security on. Normally, I look like somebody ambling down the road in San Francisco, living in a refrigerator box, wow. next to the Target. So, 
I've spent several trips there, and you kind of have a little bit of a connection. With what, Panama? No, San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want a connection the, with San Francisco. The Panamanian uh. connection is in the 80s. Oh, okay. No, don't connect, my, <laughs> don't right. connect me to San Francisco. I, they, you know, that I, I was reading a story. They're now chaining up the frozen food uh, cases in, in, in like a Walgreens. That's right. Because there, there's a Walgreens in San Francisco that is being robbed at least 20 times a day. Yep. And so they had to put chains across. No longer, it's now not just the cold medicine, right, and the final net that you got to get. You got to get from behind the counter. It's locked up. They're chaining up the Mama Celeste pizzas at this point. Next will be Snickers. Oh God! Well, the funny part is that people aren't driving from far distances to rob this Walmart. <laughs> no. It's no. it's people that live within walking distance. Yes. They live next door. They're slipping in hobo poop on their way into the Walgreens to rip it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, uh, you know, why the hell would you want? But you know, just and I'll take a break, just so you all know. Uh, officially, they're not going to allow any more travel uh, out of California to some of these anti-trans states. Your smart speakers are only smart because they listen to KTSa in the car, at work, at home. Tell your smart speaker to play KTSa. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. Coming up, we'll talk about some border stuff. And uh, we we got some royal news just a second ago that we're going to discuss. But first, we're talking about Trump being indicted. Also, Hunter Biden, who is a skis. Uh, his, uh, the hearing on, uh, on, on the FBI whistleblowers is going on later on today around noon, our time. See how that rolls. Here's uh Mike, Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, buddy. Hey, uh, Sean, I, I want to talk about the border situation. I'm down sure. here in Laredo, Texas. I'm down here in Laredo, Texas right now. It is hot as hell. If, if there's a hell on earth, it's definitely Laredo. It's like it's supposed to be about it's supposed to be about 110, 112 degrees down here today, about 150 miles from uh, San Antonio. Hey, listen, uh, Greg Abbott, they're trying to these Democrats are trying to make a scapegoat out of Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott is is only doing his job. And I'm gonna tell you, and I, let, let me put it to you about Joe Biden. When you say when you say Biden is literally sleep on the job, did you see Joe Biden uh, the other day? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, fell, when he when he fell asleep, that Joe Biden is literally. Asleep on the job, and, and that's not and that's not even mixing words. He the guy fell asleep on national television while he was talking to another leader. It, this is the man that we have in charge of the country. Greg Abbott is doing is doing what he's supposed to do. He's shutting the border down. He's not he's not uh, uh, treating these people unfairly at all. Just like uh, uh, your man said in the early on your earlier show, if those people wouldn't have been trying to come to uh, the U.S. illegally, they wouldn't have never had to come across these barriers and, 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 and anything else that Greg Abbott said. And like you said earlier, Sean, those those uh, Border Patrol agents that are cutting the barbed wire wire and letting these illegals into the country, they ought to be placed in jail because they're breaking the law. And they're only doing what they're being told by that Morcus and Joe Biden because they're trying, like you said, they're trying to uh, rack up the votes because they think these idiots are going to vote for them if they allow them into the U.S. of A. And it's really a damn shame. And then Greg Abbott, everybody that lives in the state of Texas should be congratulating that man because, like I said, I'm down here in Laredo. Mm. If it wasn't for Greg Abbott, the border would be overrun full of illegals right now. 
So they ought to be thanking Greg Abbott instead of criticizing him. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. <laughs> Thanks, Mike, man. Uh, stay cool down there in Laredo, buddy. We love you, man. Rock on. Yeah, it, look, I said earlier, they're guilty of treason. Yeah, w- w- whether you're actively working to keep the border open. I mean, we, we're, we on, where in Rima we were talking about reports we've had that DPS officials are being told to go down there and cut the razor wire to let people in, the razor wire that Greg Abbott put in place. He's got these floating buoy uh, border walls, if you will, uh, that sit there in the Rio Grande, and they got big spinny things on them so he can't get over them. They've got netting that hangs below so he can't swim under them. And uh, he he's attempting to do the federal government's job, one of their primary responsibilities. What is it, linking up the interstates? Yeah. And protecting American life, protecting the border. Trump's right. If you don't have a border, you don't have a country. And Greg Abbott is doing what he is able to do to stem the tide of this thing. Because even though it's not front and center, we don't talk about it every day anymore. Baby, it's happening. And he wants to talk about child sex trafficking, all right? God's kids aren't for sale or whatever. Okay, if you support this nonsense on the border, you support an open border. And if you support the current policies of the Biden administration in regards to the border, you, whether you know it or not, you silly, useful idiot, you, you, okay, support the trafficking, trafficking of children. You, you support everything that happens, every bad thing that happens as a result of that border being open, you support. If you support this president's or whoever they are actually running the country, if you support their policies on the border. Greg Abbott is trying to protect America, and he's trying to protect Texas. And God bless him for doing it. I saw a story, uh, you know, yesterday uh, down uh, off the Rio Grande where there was a guy, I forget where he's coming from, but he's coming across the river, and he's got a baby in his arms. It's allegedly his daughter. And he sees the DPS guys in the shore, and he just tosses a kid in the water. Not, not for the kid to get across the other side. or not. We, we, I don't even really know why he did it, but he just tossed his own baby daughter into the Rio Grande. And apparently stood there and waited and grabbed her uh, at the last second. So I, I don't want to hear your crap about how you care about kids. I said this earlier uh, in the morning that you know Abbott's also putting up his own de facto wall by stacking up these shipping crates along the border. He's building a wall with shipping crates. And for those of you who think that you're all about saving the kids and and with the tranny thing and all that crap, and and you 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 think Greg Abbott is is doing something to hurt kids. Well, let me say, every shipping crate he stacks on the border is one less shipping crate they're going to shove kids in to ship to the pedophiles and the traffickers. Here, I want to ask you this. If you're a Democrat, why do you hate kids? If you're a Democrat, why do you hate kids? Whether it's the border thing. they got TB rolling across the border now, Trey was saying earlier. TB. What is your issue with children? Why do you hate them? <laughs> you want to you want to cut their genitals off. You want them to be sold in the uh, sold to traffickers. You don't mind if one gets lost in the Rio Grande apparently every now and again because you know what those babies are heavy in the river, sink right to the bottom.
Why do you hate kids? I'm just curious. Maybe you can explain it to me. But don't start talking to me about who's got blood on whose hands. Come on. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's talk station. People voice their opinions. You talk. We listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> That's cool. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, welcome back to the gig. Well, it, James and I were, you know, we have uh, the, on our massive high-tech television screens here in the studio. We keep Fox News on one. We keep Fox 29 on the other. Cute dress, Kimberly. Um, and on the Fox News there, uh, we just saw a very disturbing story. That I, it just hit me out of left field. I don't know how I feel about this. I, I, I We have yet to kind of discern any details. It's just a report. It's just a report, Christian. But apparently Meghan and Harry have are having marital Problems. And there was much rejoicing. Hey, they're having marital problems. Yes. I fart in their general direction. You know, I... Well, of course they're having marital problems. You know why? <laughs> the ginger served his purpose, man. The ginger served his purpose. He got She got everything she freaking wanted. Now he's a pain in the ass and he's got to go. <laughs> Sean, what kind of an attitude is that? It's the truth, Christian. It's, she on. has the ultimate anchor baby of all time. Yes, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. She does. She's got a forty-year-old freckled anchor baby. Well, no, their kid now. That's oh, a royal bloodline. Right. Oh, right. I don't know. That's right. They got a child. She doesn't need him anymore. Kanye West wrote a song about girls like that. <laughs> we, How's I've, it go, James? I've, I've, I ain't I've, saying she's a gold digger. I've written books about chicks like that, okay, man? Yeah. You know. Didn't we all suss her up pretty quickly? She ain't dating she no was... broke gingers. <laughs> she, ain't... <laughs> she ain't dating no, you know, ginger working at a tire-changing place in Peoria. You don't think so? No. It's a little bit beneath her expectations. Yeah, it is. She she got what she wants. She's just an evil woman. She really is. And the fact that he couldn't see that coming is what slays me. That the fact that you're you're a globe trotting royal, you've been in the military. He's actually seen military action. I mean, he's he's He was a pilot. He was a badass in yes. the military. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you went through all you got shot at in a helicopter and you couldn't see Meghan Markle coming a mile away? I don't want to shift gears here, but what song were you just humming then? She's just an evil woman. That's devil woman. She's just a devil woman. Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. I love Cliff Richard. Okay, I thought Don Morgan was on vacation. What's going on here? Hey, you dink. <laughs> what are you saying? Devil. His voice <laughs> is deeper than mine. I'm just saying, you know, anybody who's paying attention could have seen Meghan Markle coming a thousand. You know, they don't hate her because she's black. They hate her because Harry's stupid. That's what, the, you know what I mean? You tell me at the royal palace, how many people in that family tree, when they're not marrying their stinking cousins, aren't like hit up or approached by the peasant class to try to get a great royal ride out of them? They, they accused Diana that. of that crap when, when she first came on the scene. They started right? that with Kate, but her family had established their own money and stuff, but she was still a commoner. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm saying somebody hooking up with one of their grandkids or 
for the sole purpose of worming their way way into their lives. Yeah, to get whatever it is that that they want—money, wealth, fame. Right. You're telling me the Royals didn't see her coming. The Royals, everyone but Harry, didn't see that chick on the way. It's not likely. You don't think so? Like no, Ooh, Harry. Um, I mean, it's not likely. You met that, her in L.A. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm saying it's unlikely they did not see this. Right? Coming. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm a doofus, and I could see that chick coming, 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 and what she was all about. Harry's just lucky that he caught the Queen Mother late in her life. It, yeah, or otherwise she would have said, "No, I'm not endorsing this. No way." Harry, are oh, you yeah. bloody stupid? Are you bloody stupid? <laughs> she only wants the chalet. She wants the chalet in a bloody TV show. Can't you say? Open your bloody eyes, you fool! But he was just too. She was just too old and didn't give a crap anymore. <laughs> oh, what do I bloody care? But screw the crown! I'm dying. How many times <laughs> do you think that she went through that though? She was burnt oh, yeah. out on it, you know. That chick had been had been uh, queen for how long? Decades <laughs> since Winston Churchill. <laughs> Don't ask me. And she was blindsided by Meghan Markle. No, no. it ain't about race, baby. No. Nope. It's about gold-digging weirdos trying to worm their way into Windsor Castle. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Did you say worm your yes. way? Yes. <laughs> Why is that funny? Did I make it funny? I just don't often equate royal and worm in the same <laughs> sentence. Oh, I do. <laughs> Clearly. I think they all ought to get jobs. Uh, start pulling their weight. All right? That's what I think. Get a stinking job, Harry. Okay, drop the gold digging weirdo. Mend your relationships with your family and get a freaking job. There's my deep analysis of, of, of all things royal. But yeah, of course they're having trouble. She needs to dump his ass. That's why. <laughs> She's got an Oscar to win, you know, and a couple of Emmys, you know. Anyway, 210. Oh, Harry, thank Jesus I'm dying. And I just don't bloody <laughs> care anymore. I sat upon the throne for decades. I used to have crippets with Winston Churchill. Yes, I know what Megan's all about. Hide the silver. Anyway, 210-599-5555. We'll be right back and talk about some other crap. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How's it hanging? 210 599 5555. All right, listen to this. Just listen. Let me uh, wax poetically here for a second. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think that's cool? Well, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag and light it up. You think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that. In a small town. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that blank might fly in the city. Good luck. But try that in a small town. 
and see how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Full of... (laughs) Full of good old boys, raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. See how, how far you make it down the road, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's, those are, that, that's the song. I, you know what? I, I, I heard the news reports. I'm, I'm sifting through. I just read you all the lyrics. I didn't read the, the chorus a third time through. But I don't see the word lynching there. It's just me. I'm not seeing. I don't see an inference of lynching. Uh, the song itself is not racial in any way, shape, or form. Jason Aldean is the author of this song. It's called Try That in a Small Town. It's doing really, really well beyond being, I guess, yanked off a of CMT. Uh, and the, re- the I watched the video last night, listened to the song, and in the video he's got some imagery from the George Floyd riots. So obviously that makes the song about black people and rioting. But if I'm being poetical, and I am very poetical, as you know, uh, this what what this is is a general reaction, yeah, to the riots, but also to the general random ass violence that's taken place in every major city run by Democrats across this country. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. It's not racial. Carjack an old lady at a red light. It's not racial. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. There's there's nothing about lynching here, but it's got to be about lynching. uh, and It's got to be racial because obviously Jason Aldean hates black people. No, what Jason Aldean is saying, I mean, again, you don't have to be freaking Robert Frost to figure this out, okay? (laughs) What he's saying is that a lot of stuff that may fly in the city... And you won't get prosecuted, and there's cash-free bail, and you can just stroll right out and get away with it. I mean, say what you want about the George Floyd thing as far as the actual case. All right. But that was rioting. People did lose their businesses and their lives uh, uh, during the George Floyd riots. Uh, That actually was an insurrection, in my estimation. Uh, secondly, he's, he's, what he's saying is that, yeah, you, that whether it's, it's tossing somebody onto the subway tracks and NYC, uh, the sucker punch, we see that every day. Don't we? Somebody just, there was a guy the other week, the other day I saw this, the video where he just walk, he's just strolling around with a baseball bat in his hands. I couldn't tell you what the guy's color was. I couldn't tell from the graininess, graininess of the, of the video footage. Dude's got a baseball bat, just walks up to somebody, starts pounding him in the head, pounding him in the head with a freaking baseball bat. There's a reaction to that saying, well, hey, in our town, we all watch out for each other, so that may not be a good, my town may not be a good idea for you to try that crap in. Yeah? Merle Haggard wrote the same damn song 100 years ago, you know? If you're fighting my country, what is it? Uh, you're fighting me or whatever? Fight inside of me. Fight inside of me. It's the same damn song, a little artfully, more artfully written than this one, but same same idea. Oh, it's all about lynching. Oh, I can't shut up about it. Oh, my God, I got to get that off of CMT. Who the hell watches CMT anyway? Um, 
I, I'm, I'm, this is really interesting to me because you are seeing something fascinating going on in the marketplace right now. And I touched on this yesterday in regards to Sound of Freedom. Now, both Sound of Freedom and, and, and this song have two things in common. First off, it's an okay song. It's, it's not a great song. I mean, I, I, I watched the video. That's pretty much your standard bro country riff that you're hearing all the time. There's nothing innovative about the song itself. The lyrics are pretty straightforward. But the lyrics are addressing a major issue in our country right now, which is crime. Violent freaking crime that is not only being allowed in in certain places like L.A. and San Francisco and Philadelphia and Baltimore. It's freaking being encouraged. And Sound of Freedom, again, like I said the other day, not a great movie. I mean, it's an okay movie, but it has an intensely important issue and topic or subject matter that needs to be addressed. Same thing with this. And look at how people react. I mean, th- this song is everywhere right now. It's it's doing amazingly well. I don't have the numbers on it, but I've I, uh, I been listening all morning and watching last night. It, it's it's it, for a, it's a song that probably wouldn't have garnered much attention because other songs have been written like this. But it's the fact that it came out now, and baby, people people are making their voices heard in the marketplace. It is very tribal to a certain extent. Uh, polarizing or whatever you want to call it, but it is real and it's 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 tangible. You're you're seeing it going on. It started with the Bud Light thing. You put a tranny in a bathtub with a Bud Light in their hands, man. There's a whole lot of people in this country who ain't going to drink Bud Light. People who didn't drink Bud Light before are damn skippy. Not going to drink Bud Light now, not because of the beer. Again, the beer itself is pretty freaking mediocre. But they're making a statement. It's the point of it all. And the fact is, people in small-town America, and I've been fortunate in my bumpy ride through life that I've I've been able to live in cities like San Antonio, but mostly I've lived in small towns. I I grew up in a – went to school in a small town, Cape Sinclair, Maryland. Lived for many years in a small town on the eastern shore of Maryland, eastern Maryland. Lewis, Delaware. I mean, a, a lot of small towns, that's what I've, uh, predominantly, I've lived in small towns. And there's a whole lot of crap that'll go, that'll be, that'll get a pass in, in major cities just by the sheer volume of people that you won't get away with in a small damn town. Because in small damn towns, people do watch out for each other. Yes, everybody knows your business, but people have your back, and that's all he's writing about. Like this crap wouldn't fly in most small towns in 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 America, and he's right. Look, you could break it down by neighborhoods. You you look at San Antonio, and every major city is kind of like this, but San Antonio really is like this. It's a it's a it's a city of neighborhoods. And every neighborhood itself is like a small town. This is my observation. And my my wife used to say, you don't mess around on the west side because things will go badly for you because they take out their own garbage on the west side. They handle, you know what I mean? It's that's, that's a small town ethic. 
And uh, and that's what. It, but look at the triggering. Oh my God, that's so exquisite. I I don't even like the song all that much, but I love the triggering effect it's having on these people. I'm bathing in the triggering. I I love it when these idiots are triggered. I just man, it's like crack cocaine to Hunter Biden to me. I I I, I just nourish myself on their upsetness. And and you know what? And James, I think you'd agree. He knew it when he wrote the song. <laughs> well, yeah, his wife. He knew it, man. Remember last year, his wife was doing controversial stuff, and he. Oh, I don't even know what was well, that. Yeah. Oh, she was doing. She was standing up for the conservative side, oh, okay. and the right. liberal Nashville lost their s. Oh. But I've seen on my Facebook feed some of my record label friends staying away from this, and really? others and others jumping on it, saying we condemn this song. And a lot of people are saying, well, what if this was your artist? Would you be condemning it? Because he's he going to be doing well. Your yeah. label's going to be doing well. You're kind of showing your skirt on that one, folks. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, if, you know, if, if, if it's uh, if, if, unless you would pull the same trip on one of your own artists where the money river is flowing into your bank account, you're not really making much of a stand, man. You're, you're really not. And it, what's fascinating about this stuff, it's kind of like, I call it the Trumpian effect. You know, the more they indict his ass, the more popular he becomes. The reaction the triggered idiots give things like try that in a small town or sound of freedom just makes this stuff even more popular because then all these other people start consuming that product again to make a point. So well done, Nashville. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Coming up, more solid info and entertainment to fulfill your mind's cravings. This is the Sean Rima Show, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, man. News Talk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. Yeah, well, I guess we're going to find out the identity of the whistleblower today during these hearings about the FBI and Hunter Biden. We'll see. Uh, we're, we're talking about Jason Aldean and the and the song "Try That in a Small Town." It's doing very well. I, I like I said, I'm bathing in the triggeredness of all the woke idiots out there who tend to be, frankly, really boring people. But that's why I love watching them twist on the hook when when they're triggered. And it is. It's. We'll go to. We'll talk to Frank here in a second. And uh, James and I were talking off Mike about how it's funny when liberal idiots make a stand when they have or take you know make a stand when they have absolutely nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys who are within the music industry who are crowing about Jason Aldean also aren't currently making any money off of him. But if they were feeding off the money boob that is his uh, his musical output. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they wouldn't be quite so triggered. I don't know. I just said money boob. But, like, if you think about, uh, you know, a few weeks ago or last week, we were talking about Megan Rapinoe, the purple-headed lesbian who used to be on the world women's U.S. soccer team, whatever, thingy, and how she didn't start talking smack about how she'd love to have dudes on her team until she freaking retired (laughs) and didn't have to worry about it. You liberals are impressive people, let me tell you. Here's Frank. Frank, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I was just thinking about um, 
uh, Toby Keith and Willie Nelson's uh, Beer for My Horses. Uh, what would today's liberal wags I was thinking about that song today? Beer for My Horses. I'm trying to think of the lyrics now. I haven't heard that song in a long time. It's a cowboy rodeo song, but, right. you know, it's Toby Keith who did the I'll put a boot in your ass. <laughs> so they probably don't like anything he does. You know why I say that these people are boring? Because you could always predict what's going to piss them off. You know what I mean? If they were interesting people, you'd never see it coming. <laughs> but you always know what's going to trigger them, and, that, and that's why it's fun to watch. Here, here's Alex. Alex, how are you doing? I'm uh... Hey. 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 Okay, so, so much stupidity, so little time. Okay. <laughs> I, that's my that's my life every day, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the hits just keep coming. So, yeah. so we got a Jason Aldean song that just country music television took off of its lineup. Oh, God. Because it's controversial. What is the name of... Oh, it's country music television. That's right. I listen to country music there. Whether you like it or not, give me a break, man. I, this stuff has gone stupid. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't watch the CMT Awards anymore. I haven't for a long, long time because it's insipid to watch what they hand out gold statues for in that in that genre right now. I mean... You know, so yeah, and these are the people who can't shut up about Willie and Waylon and all the outlaws who bucked the system and went their own way and stood their ground. You know, went outlaw in in an industry that wanted them to do three and a half minutes with violins. But man, are they wuss! They are so wussified now. It's pathetic. Yeah, and I don't watch CMT at all. I don't watch awards. I don't watch any of their crap anymore. They don't get any of my money. Yeah. Hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Well, you're money. right. That, and unfortunately, with your with these kind this rabble, until you start hitting them in the pocketbook or in the money train, they 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 don't you know they discount you. But tell you what, yeah. once they start Keep having that in mind, folks. once they start Get having money. some issues with money, yeah, I agree. I got to run. I appreciate the call two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Is that Sarah? Yes. Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> how are you? Good morning. All right. Just thought I'd let you know that Spotify is blocking this song. Are you serious? Yeah, when oh, I'm hearing this God. song, it, 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 it uh, has it's, uh, explicit content. It does it not have credit. explicit content. I just uh, read the I lyrics on not. the air. I kid you not. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sarah. I'll, they, I'll I, let you know. Thank you. I, I, if they were explicit lyrics, do you think I could read them on the air? Pretty tame lyrics, actually. It's not. I didn't get anything explicit. Ooh. Isn't it funny, though, how in this... It, it, well, you know, and uh, Just a, a, another example of triggering, you know, a, a public library in New Jersey has taken the book, what is it called, Gender Queer or... Queers on Parade or Queers Falling from the Sky or something. I, I don't know what it is called. It's a, the Queer Book, the famous Queer Book. You know, they, all they did was move the Queer Book, I guess, which talks about, like, masturbation and all kinds of other weird crap. Uh, it's basically pornography for kids. They took it out of the kids' section and put it in the adult section. And the same people who can't handle the Jason Aldean song are saying, oh, you know, you're banning this book from kids. 
You're banning the anal sex book from kids. You're that's not right. You're shutting down Jason Aldean, and there weren't no there, you know, there weren't no gay sex in his song. I mean, my God, what hypocrites! It's pathetic. He's got a full schedule of tours. He's in the middle of oh, his yeah. tour right now, and he's, he's going to Wisconsin, Ohio, uh, Maryland. Pennsylvania. He's going to be fine. Yeah, no, he's. <laughs> I was just seeing if there was shows starting to sell out. Well, you you brought, dude, you brought up during the break, and you're right. The Dixie Who. Does anybody remember those three broads? You know, I mean, since they changed their name because Dixie was racist. I think all they do is shows in Vegas now. <laughs> Impressive. And what's the other one, Lady? Uh, oh, Lady, Lady Ant- Anteater or whatever the hell. <laughs> Antebellum. Yeah. What what part of that was wrong? Antebellum. Yeah. Was and then, it a little too southern? Is that what it was? I remember there was already a jazz artist named Lady A who had been using it for years, and they just took her name away from her and paid her off, and she was a black female, and we were like, what are you all doing? Well, that's a liberal for you. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same people that canceled Aunt Jemima, who was revered in her era for her groundbreaking and for being a, mar- a highly paid marketing figure. It was a former freaking slave, and they canceled her ass. <laughs> I was talking to a buddy yesterday. The most unpleasant and stupid people in the world are freaking white liberals who can't shut up about what everybody else should be outraged over. These are the chicks bopping down Congress ad with hairy armpits, <laughs> smelling like brie that's been left out in the rain too long, with their little man-bun-wearing compliant boyfriend. Mm. Yeah, it's Jason Aldean. He's talking about lynching. He's just all about lynching. It is. I don't listen this. to. What do you care, hippie chick? You don't listen to his crap anyway. <laughs> what the hell do you care? Did you read the lyrics? Yes, I read them on the air just a little bit yeah, ago. Right. He's right. <laughs> this crap wouldn't fly in a small town. They'll kick your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've lived in small towns, man. There's honesty here. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Edgar! Somebody just spit in the eye of Sheriff uh, uh, Jones uh, down there by the Dollar Tree. Can you get some of the boys to come on down there? We'll take care of the business. And it ain't racial. It's just in a small town, you don't mess around, man. I mean, you don't. You don't. I don't care what color your skin is. If you're being a jackass in a small town, that jackass of yours is going to get kicked. And that's what I love about San Antonio, because San Antonio is a, it really is a big, small town. And I want to talk about that a little bit when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Make your smart speaker smarter. Stream us. Okay, getting smarter now. This is Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hmm. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. <laughs> like the cats that I, my, like my 10 cats. I'm getting the zoomies here. Getting the zoomies, getting a little worked up on the radio. The phone lines are open 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Just very briefly, I want to address the fact that I just cracked up Christian Blood, our new news director. Well, not, you're, you're our, you, yeah, you've been here for a while, but you're the news director. Because he thought it was really funny when I compared or said that chicks walking down Congress Avenue, like like hippie chicks in Austin, smell like like a wedge of brie left out in the rain. <laughs> um, and he asked me, just take you behind the curtain here for a second. He asked me during the break, how do you know 
what a wedge of brie smells like left out in the rain. I have no idea. But investigative minds want to know. Well, here's the dealio, and I'm going to let you all in on this. Okay. There are three words, because I I write a lot of poetry, but it's the same thing for prose and songwriting. And even in uh, weird, creepy-ass descriptions on the radio. You can add three words to anything and make it somber and dramatic and sad. And those three words are, in the rain. It's... (laughs) As long as you add in the rain, you be talking about the most ridiculous crap, and it suddenly becomes, you know, deep. I went to the bathroom in the rain. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's just, it's a little, you can add in the rain to anything. Try that in a small town. This was in like, the rain. <laughs> I used to play a similar game, you know, years and years ago. Right. If, you, if you take any song title, and at the end of it, you add under the sheets. <laughs> it becomes dirty. If well, you, not necessarily. Oh, come on. Okay, Sheets. Yes. It becomes dirty. All I'm saying is if you add the three words in the rain, it becomes profound. All right? That's it. Doesn't have to, it's not, <laughs> it might be talking about the most non-profound thing. Says I was the poet. Well, I'm just saying, in the rain just makes it profound. Okay. I got some wings at Hooters. In the rain. I you, watched you the saying? Cowboys game. In, in the, the rain. rain. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Markle is a gold digger in the rain. Um, two one zero. Can I talk about Subway? Because Subway's in the news right now. Because John King on CNN was saying that Jack, the the, the special counsel, the for, that's indicting Donald Trump on his pre J six speeches, was seen coming out of a subway with a foot long in his hands. And uh, and John King's out there saying, that's a message to Donald Trump. Look, I'm so not stressed about indicting you because I know I'm so right. I'm getting Subway. You know, in a sec, but that's his implication. That's what he's saying. Now, there is a bit of an elitist tinge to that, if you think about it, in that people walking out of Subway, we just got no worries in the world, man. We just got no worries. I'm, I'm at Subway. I got no worries. I, I, I never go into a subway nor leave one without worries. And and usually my worries are, did they put too much freaking mayonnaise on again? Do I got my onions? I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of cold sandwich places. And, and I'm I'm not I'm just gonna be honest with a subway, I'm not a huge fan of subway. I used to sort of be. You know, but it, it's not so much subway's fault, but it's the fault of something and I'll take a call. It's the fault of something else that I talk about quite a bit. And that Generation Z, sorry, as far as, like, your work ethic, you just don't care, do you? (laughs) Generationally, you people have the freaking work ethic of a three-toed sloth on vodka, you know? You just don't care. I'm getting a subway the other day. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what location. Somewhere in this vast city, I'm getting a subway sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that. Uh, that uh, Chipotle uh, Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Which one? Like the chick's making the sandwich. Uh, what kind do you want again? The one you're making. The one that's on your freaking menu, huh? Chick dumped half. Like I think two thirds of a bottle of Chipotle sauce on that thing. Okay, 
I had to eat my sandwich with a spoon. I'm just, and plus, I'm just not into cold sandwich places uh, unless it's a real New York deli. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I want you to cook my crap. If I'm going to buy food out, I want it hot. I want it steamy hot. And I want I want people who know how to make steamy hot good food to make me steamy hot food. Okay, I can make a freaking sandwich. All right, I can go get some budig, get some budig slices at the freaking H-E-B with some long buns and make me a freaking sandwich. I don't like the idea of paying other people, especially uh, you know, depressed, maudlin, uh, uh, video game playing Gen Zers who, who don't really give a crap in their work ethic about my freaking sandwich. Okay? I want a hot food made by professionals. If I want a sandwich, I'll make myself a sandwich. That's all I have to say about that. Now, how do you screw up a cheesesteak when all you got to do is shove it in the toaster? Do you know what I mean? All you got to do is shove the... Just stack the crap on the damn bun and shove it in the freaking toaster. Did you... Chick actually... Did you want chipotle sauce? I'm like, it's a chipotle sauce! Yes, I want... If I got one of the stanky-ass teriyaki sauce Subway sandwiches, I would want teriyaki sandwich sauce on it. You got teriyaki on a Philly cheese. I'm steak? talking the sweet onion teriyaki. I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the okay. chick's halfway through my sandwich, has no idea what sandwich she's making. Mm-hmm. And then when I say, well, yeah, I want Chipotle on my Chipotle-style sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. She, she dumps like two-thirds of it on the damn, damn sandwich. I'm swimming in Chipotle sauce. Did you give her a tip? No. I don't give any of them tips. <laughs> Little booger faces, I don't. Little acne cases. Look, Billie Eilish, just make the sandwich properly, okay? Uh, it's on your freaking menu. <laughs> Do you want Chipotle on it? <laughs> mayonnaise you know what I mean? is white. <laughs> I'd like some teriyaki. Do you want hoisin on it? Well, yes. So it's like you you order a grilled cheese. Do you want cheese on it? Do you that? want cheese on it? you want it toasted? <laughs> no, I'd like a cold grilled cheese sandwich. No, forget the grilling part. Just... And they all do. They all have that look in their eye like they're freaking Billie Eilish and life sucks and everybody. They're just so put out by everything. You know what I mean? You know what I mean by the Billie Eilish look that you get when you're out there buying crap, you know, from some 19-year-old puke. And they have this Billie Eilish look in their eyes like they just hate your very existence. They hate the idea they have to work in any regard whatsoever. I should be home bed rotting. You know what I mean? And living in YOLO, living my life. I'm not going to make this old man his freaking sandwich. And I don't even know what Chipotle is. Ugh. Mary, how are you? Hey, thanks. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Alex, hang on. I'll go to you next. Stay out of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is the Sean Show. Sean Show, which uh, tomorrow uh, will be live uh, at Kitchen Designs by Giovanni. Uh, from 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, that's going to be going on at 281 in Nacoma. I'm really, I haven't seen Giovanni in a while, so I'm kind of looking, I'm really looking forward to it. So if you want to come on out, I don't get out in public very often. It's not often I get off a of new, new Gilbo Road. So come on out and see me. 
uh, and uh, and hang out while I do the show at Kitchens at Kitchen Designs by Giovanni, nine a.m. to eleven. Oh, and James, uh, 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 gunslinger tickets. Let me give away. <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let no. me give away. My let, fault too. Sorry. No, no. Let me give away uh, a family four pack of tickets to see the gun tickets to see the gunslingers this weekend. It's first responder night, so a game starts at two thirty, I think. And you don't if you're a first responder, you don't have to pay, but you're, to get in, it's free. But uh, if you'd like a family four pack of uh, of gunslinger tickets, give us a call. Let's go to Alex. Alex, how are you? Good brother, thank you. Sure. And, uh, What's going on? So uh, the 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 country song. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. I called in the other day, and myself, I have not heard it yet. So maybe maybe it's just you know I don't know intuition, but I can say, listen to local music today. You'll learn more from the elders than you will from like say a college like band or something. Oh, you, and, you, um, you, what are you saying? Like the younger bands aren't very good, or they're just. Oh no, I'm not saying that. It's just back to the attention span. I've oh, learned yeah. more from from so many uh, older musicians. Oh yeah, I got you. That the basic practices of respect and honesty and stuff like that aren't even in a, in in practice. I, one of my best so, friends is in a, a band called the Chuck Weimer Band, and he, he, you know, my buddy's a little, you know, he's, he's not he's not nineteen. They're like they're largely older guys. And they love it because, in a sense, they they they, you know, they got to kind of all they don't have to worry about the same issues that like a younger band has to issue worry about, you know. And they're just having fun playing music. It's great, right? And depending on drama, depending uh, on the intention, yeah, depending on the intention, you know. And not to be long winded, but depending on the intention, if you're doing it to to be of service, because at first you do it for fun, but if you're doing it to get something out of it with stakes in the outcome, most of the time it doesn't benefit others. So right, well, excellent you know, point, we man. Gotta, yeah, brother. So uh, take care and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, we just observed something that I have to comment on before we get out of here. Wow, there's really just nothing more nauseating at this point than older broads trying to seem hip hip by turning their hair purple. Or We just saw some re- representative from Connecticut. Yes, Mrs. De La Rowe. She's 80 years of age. Got the purple hair going. <laughs> Nah, sweetheart, it's not working. Nah, you're still old. I know a few people who are doing that, who are old, older chicks who who got the purple streaks through their hair. And but eighty, you know what I mean? It's like no, you, you, you. well, and and the thing is, and I, you know, I'll be honest with you with the with the hair thing. Why people sometimes dye their hair, especially women? Okay, liberal women who who dye their hair purple or green, do it to try to mask the fact that they're really not very interesting people. And so if you dye your hair purple, look at me, I'm crazy, I'm 50 and I got purple hair, Ooh, uh, I'm just wacky and zany. It's like, no, you're probably very dull. You know what I mean? And, and that's all I'm saying. And there was a, a brief moment when I was single for about 18 months. I've been single about 18 months in my life. Where, and my wife will bring this up, she'll bring this up till I'm freaking 89 years of age. How one time when I was really drunk, I posted, <laughs> it was like 10 years ago, I want to meet me a chick with purple hair and tattoos, that's what I want. <laughs> but no, I didn't want that then, I don't want it now. And you know why? Because sometimes chicks with purple hair and a lot of tattoos are crazy. They're just, they're crazy people.
cosplay chicks, they're crazy. They're a lot of fun for about 20 minutes, but then the crazy creeps in. These are the kind of women that like usually have a tarantula in an aquarium somewhere, you know, or they, they collect snakes, you know what I mean? Like, what, be wary of chicks like that. So I'm also talking about older broads who put a little purple in their hair. Like, stop it. Just just stop. Yeah, she's in trouble, too. She called uh, Republicans terrorists. Yeah, well, well, you're a hair do- you're a <laughs> hair salon terrorist, okay? Because the chicks that you go to, where you go to get your hair dyed, they really reg- they know they're going to have a crummy day when your ass shows up to get your hair streaked with purple, okay? Oh, God. Here comes Edna. <laughs> All 89 years of her. Wants some purple in her hair. <laughs> you're so edgy, Rosa. Oh, Rosa, you're so edgy. You have purple hair. That's $89. Or I guess that would be more like 200 bucks. I don't know. They, they love doing the purple in your hair because they... Chicks in salons make a lot of money when they dye your hair purple. And the gay guys who do it, too. 210 Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I, will, I love gay people. I'm not anti-gay, man. You know, if you really want to real, if you're a dude and you want a kick-ass haircut, get a gay guy to do it, man. I'm just being honest. All right. What's that, James? Congratulations, Bob Vargas. He won the Gunslingers tickets. Bob Vargas, you, you're going to the game, man, 2.30 on Saturday. Uh, I'll probably give some more away on Friday. Uh, again, tomorrow I'm going to be at, uh, at uh, Kitchen Designs by Giovanni doing this show live at 281 in Nakoma. Uh, but we'll give away a whole bunch more uh, family four-packs before we get out of here again. Uh, if you're a first responder, you're a cop, you're a firefighter, you're a, a paramedic, you can go to the game on Saturday for free. And uh, as I've been telling you all week, my wife and I have a, a big old soft spot in our hearts for first responders. We have a lot of them in our family and our friend set. And uh, so that's it's your day, man. Go for free and have a good time. Just show up before 2.30 and bring ID for you first responders so right. they can get your tickets before the game starts. Is it true you can, like, meet the cheerleaders and stuff? That's, what the, the, that's what the commercial says, and I'm holding them to it. <laughs> Are you going? <laughs> I want pictures. Yeah, I do. I want pictures. You, too. All right. Uh, I'm going to go home and kick back with some uh, Jason Aldean. Going to eat some brie. Thank you. Uh, I'll see you guys at Giovanni tomorrow. Thank you, uh, uh, James. In the rain. (laughs) And Elaine Rodriguez, Christian Blood, and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.